The RPG Show presents A Fate Core Campaign Can a balance be struck between science and mysticism? What truly lies in the impenetrable space between the specks of light in the sky? Can three unsuspecting heroes stem the tide of impending evil? Will light find a way to fight back the cold, threatening darkness of space? Find out on this episode of The Dramada Adventures. Hi, everybody, and welcome to this episode of The RPG Show Presents The Dramada Adventures. Now, last time, it was a little spooky, but the guys, they stuck with me. They're still here, I promise. I haven't killed any of them yet. Keyword yet. First up, we have Dan Why, Oh, why? Jordan, what's happening, man? Same old, same old. Next up, we have Marcus. I hate these motherfucking nicknames. Perez, it's down. Your nicknames suck, man. Come on, stop. Whatever. And lastly, but not leastly, we have Nick Double Blade Douchebag Gantner. How you doing, man? Wow, that's kind of harsh. I mean, what's that's harsh, bro? What's I'm actually what's I'm doing? Pretty good. All right, all right. Uh, Nick, you want to fill us in on what happened last time? Um, sure. So, uh, Jason and Maylor um, departed or parted ways from uh, Daniel as he went on his uh, money-making missions uh, because he's a greedy son bitch, and uh, we explored the location. <laughs> Uh, location of the coordinates and that was a thrilling yeah. adventure where we fought off uh homeless people uh severely emaciated homeless people um delved deep into the surface of the world and were chased and hounded by weird cr- uh like cl- crittering creatures and went through some like muckish filth saw some furnaces that we Soon provide power to the upper levels. Uh, went into this church thing, uh, found a book, and uh, Maylor activated his little signal sound, and we were treated to a lovely session of some S and M, and then we got the fuck out of there and encountered this gigantic, ten foot tall, six fingered creature thing that we uh, dismembered his arm with a door. Okay. So um, I missed a lot. Jesus, we are going to pick up on. Uh, we are picking up. Let me see. I gotta check the notes. That'd have been better to have ready. Oh boy, where's my notes? Wrong page. There we go. That's still not the right page. Oh my god. Okay, we're gonna pick up on the Mercury. Um, we are in the uh, sort of crew lounge area of the Mercury. Um, is that the name of the ship? Yes, that is Daniel's ship. Um, Daniel, you have re- you just picked them up. Uh, you have docked back down. The both of them seem uh, rather shaken. Uh, one of them carrying a uh, um a weird old looking book. Um, with a so if I touch down or am I just hovering? Um, you probably touch down on some sort of free parking area to sort of assess the situation. 
Um, we, we do you want to describe the um, crew? Co- like, I guess, is there like a common room on your ship where people would sit and eat? Or yes, yeah, yeah. There's a very small kitchen, like a galley. Like it, more, most people consider the galley to be roughly like pa- a walk-in pantry sized. Okay. So there's not a lot of space to cook, but there's a common room with a table with a, a, a rather large circular table with a, a, a round bench all the way around it. Okay. That's like, and both the table and the bench are bolted to the floor. Okay. So, um, we've all sat around this table to sort of, um, gather our thoughts and update each other and talk about what's happened. Let's start with Daniel. Um, since I don't actually think we've done this yet, will you describe your character, what he looks like, what he's wearing? Um, parent weapons that kind of thing okay well my character is wearing right now i'm wearing like uh i think an under armor black shirt kind of thing okay uh with uh elbow length sleeves okay and just blue pants not necessarily jeans but they're just like comfortable pants that you can move around in got it um usually i'm wearing a harness with body armor and other stuff attached to it but currently I'm not. It's in the armory. Right now I've got a uh, just a semi-automatic holstered to my side and a baton, like a police baton. You know, the thing you snap them down and they fold out uh, one of those on my other leg. And wearing now I'm wearing a baseball cap. I was wearing the bowler and a pair of old black aviators. Okay. Um, next to him would be uh, Jason. Care to describe your character? Uh, sure. So I'm assuming I'm lounging on a like a couch or chair or something like that. Okay. So um, I'm leaning back, my arm, like my hands behind my head, my uh, like left leg crossed over my right knee. Um, I've got a kind of uh, just plain clothes, like a plain cloth gray shirt like kind of uh, darker gray uh, pants and just uh, like comfortable boots. Not like not heavy boots, but like durable boots mm-hmm. uh, that are black. Um, I've got all my weaponry on my waist. I've got um, normally I have like a little black cloak that I carry around with me, uh, but I don't have that on right now. Um. And I've got long, flowing gray hair. So. Okay. Um, and then we go to Maylor. Mind describing your character for us, Marcus? Of course. Uh, so I've set up a little crude uh, research station on Dan's ship here uh, where I'm trying to decipher the book and also do figure out what this arm is. Uh, I'm wearing a You don't have the arm. Long... You did not bring the arm. I didn't know. That's a big arm. <laughs> no, you should not bring okay. the arm. Well, um, uh, the tissue arm. from the arm that I just—you dis- can I have a sample of the tissue. That's fine. Okay, tissue sample. Research on tissue sample. Okay, so I have a, a long, um, dark gray lab coat. Okay. Uh, there's um, you know, lots of little pockets, I guess, where I have stuff. Okay. All over it. Um, on my head, I have um, kind of a like it's it's sort of an eyepiece, um, but it's like a, a like variable a lens thing. Yeah, yeah, that kind of thing. Okay, I'll use that to do stuff with. Obviously, I have my uh, my computer on my wrist, or I do everything else with. Um, like, okay, all right. So, and then I just have short hair. Got it. All right. So, you guys are around this table. 
Shit's just happened. Dan's just picked you up. Proceed. All right. So, well, I found this book um, on those coordinates. Um, but there's these weird symbols. You do you recognize these at all, Dan, by any chance? Okay. Uh, you okay. can roll. You can roll a lore to see if you recognize the symbols. Hmm. No lore roll, Dan. Do you even have your character sheet up? Are you fired? Hello. Oh. Who are we talking to? Talking to you. You can. Oh, sorry. He showed you the book. Said if Yo, you recognize. I thought it. he was looking at it. No, you can. You can roll a lore some uh, roll to see if you recognize the symbols. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I definitely don't. I have a negative three. Uh, no, you have no idea. Man, look at all this jibber jabber. What is that about? Okay, so it's clearly still a mystery. Alright, so... Um, does he have any kind of, like, uh... Like, universal encyclopedia software that could scan something? And then run it through a database? I mean, I have access to some backdoor accesses to some databases, but I don't think it would be anything you'd be interested in. I don't really have anything academic. It's more, uh, you know, space maps and trade routes and things like that. Sure. Well, I was thinking now that we're on the surface, I might be able to get uh, contact with my lab. Maybe I could scan some of these pages and see if I can uh, pull anything up there. Okay. Uh, so, can I do a lore roll for that? Sure. We established that's what your science rolls are, lore, right? Yeah, it's, um, well, technology. Plus three to lore when it's technology-based. Got it. That's a stunt. Sure, I'll just allow it. We'll just say we'll just rename lore technology for you. All right. While can. he's doing this, I'm gonna take my pistol out and start cleaning it and just field trip it. Okay. Um. By the so way, this four. two of you are still covered in goop, and Marcus, you still have a large wound on your neck. Just throwing that out there. All right. What did you say your lore rolls? Four. Four. Okay. Um. You managed to create a. Direct, uh, direct connection with your lab. Um, however, when you scab, scan the pages in and try and get your servers to process them, it rejects it, um, giving you an access denied error. Access denied? Well, it looks like I just had to figure it out myself then. Um, after the access denied window sort of closes, you get another screen. It is a screen of what appears to be a... Um, some sort of ghost made out of um, binary. So zeros and ones sort of form this design of a ghost with sort of pointed, pointed arms. Um, you may recognize this as the logo of the specter. Um, let me just type this out to you real quick, Marcus. Yep. So check, well, that's happening. Check your uh, window. So how'd your missions go, Daniel? I don't know, Brent, how my missions go? Uh, how did you want them to go? You, you, it's whatever, it's unimportant. You get paid, I, I said guess. they were both successes, though one of them might have gotten a little messy. Just keep talking. Oh, nothing unusual. That's cool. Yeah, no, well, let's let's just say I had to reload the miniguns on, on the ship. Well, a little bit of action is never too bad. we got to keep things exciting. Exactly. I'm going to keep on scrubbing away at my pistol.
How much dinero did I get from my two missions, by the way, so I can add it to my sheet? Uh, probably another 2,500 pieces. So this symbol, huh, this looks like um, the symbol of the specter. Did you get that? Did you yeah. get that stuff on Skype? Yes. So. Good. The okay. specter, what's the specter? Well, um, you know, he's a hacker uh, on Dramada. He, like, uh, controls, like, the flow of data and information throughout the planet. Um, you know, he's kind of neutral. He doesn't really, you know, work for anybody in particular but himself. And he doesn't do anything unless it's really important. So kind of worries me that he's contacting me now. Well, uh, I mean, the only thing you can do is find out what he wants, right? Yep. So I'm going to contact him now. Okay. Um, you, um, since you are active in the scientific community, um, have had one other interaction with Spectre, and that had to do when you were dealing with Dr. Stein. Um, he provided you with some intel um, to stop um, a couple of his experiments. So you do know um, an old communication method. You're not sure if those channels are still open. All right, let's... Uh, what are they? Uh... It's just a back IP routed uh, thing, techno babble. Um, you can try sending him a message. Okay, so I'll attempt to send that message. Okay. It's AOL, instant messenger. Um, so um, when you send the message almost immediately, um, the comms on the Mercury uh, receive an incoming call. That must be him. I hit the answer key. Okay. So on the um, video panel in which you would normally see the person's face you were communicating with, uh, all you see is imagine. So you know those toys that are like a bunch of pins that you can like keep a shape of your like hand in or something. Yeah. Um, imagine that, but with sort of binary code, and the outline makes a hooded figure with a skull face as it talks to you, and it's sort of a modulated voice. Um, now, Mr. Satan, I can't allow you to um, deditize that book you have. Then why did you send me to it? Because we need it. Well, I need it, you need it, humanity needs it. Okay, you're going to have to be a little more specific than that. Look, I don't want to have to do this, but I need you to bring it to me. You know, there's a lot of trouble to go to get me to find you some old book way down on the planet's surface. Well, if I had asked you, would you have done it? You're right. I wouldn't have. And you'll need a pilot, and you need a expert with a blade, and I think I've set you up quite nicely. It would appear that way. So... Let me ask of you, the three of you, in fact, will you bring me that book? Uh, right now, I'm going to channel my inner Daniel and say, uh, what's in it for us? What do you want? What do you have? I can get you anything you want. You want property. You want money. You want weapons. I can get any of it. Just change a little bit of data here and there. Change property. I have access to any of it. All right, well then, uh, what I want is the fall of the Dark Messiah. I can give you the name of the Messiah himself. And his location? And his location. Whoa, 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 whoa. 
I don't care about this Messiah at all. I'm trying to stay away from trouble as possible. Well, you don't have to take him there. All these mm, prices are in exchange for you doing something for me first. All right, so you need to give me information on Dr. Stein. And more than you gave me last time, which wasn't enough at all. What I need you to do is so important. I will tell you where he is. I will tell you what allergies he has, what medication he's on, and his blood pressure at the last medical check-in he had. I will give each and every one of you any information you want, but it is very, very important that that book get to me, along with a few other choice items, which we will discuss at length, but not now. I've got a question for you, Mr. Shade or Ghost or whatever the hell your name is. Um, Were you aware of the interaction between the book and the signal? I was. Now, I am curious on the data you received um, in that interaction. I assume that uh, you tried it, so I would like uh, to be filled in. But if I can, my assumptions are correct, then... um, We'll just have to talk about that in person. As secure as I can make these comms, you're never 100%. There are hidden ways to view these things, and I would rather not um, the wrong people know that you're working with me. What do you say, uh, guys? What did they know already? What's that? What what did they know already if what you're saying is possible? Not by our communication? I have been moving uh, very quickly on this matter. So... Um, my enemies may not even know that uh, the cogs are in motion. Um, right, Skeletor, well, may I interject here? Yes. I'm guessing this is a dangerous mission. Could be, possibly. But aren't most missions dangerous? Well, uh, are we gonna, am I going to receive compensation equal to the danger? Sure. Uh, well, you just say you could have whatever you want. Oh, I know. I'm trying to count. I'm doing, doing the math in my head. Carry on. How about you write that number down on a piece of paper and you deliver it to me in person? Deal. All right, now how do we find you, Spec? You'll know soon enough. And the communication ends. At which point, the autopilot on the ship activates. Well, that's not good. Wow, this guy really can't hack into everything. So, um, the ship lifts off and awaits uh, manual command to proceed to destination. Well, at least you get to press the start button. It's all up to you, Daniel. Yep. What did you say, Nick? I missed that. I said this: the the ship starts up and waits for uh, manual command to enter uh, to proceed to destination. Well, I guess we better hit the start. Okay. I'm going to get up and go to the cockpit and sit down and activate the, uh, activate the ship. Okay. So the ship starts to move up and over the city like sort of high orbit and proceeds around the planet at which point uh an alarm begins to sound that's never good um, inside the ship or outside the ship in the ship you, oh, wow. yes um you does it sound like a train yes it does sound like a train uh <laughs> daniel uh that's you, the engine alarm daniel you see um you are being tailed, and you uh, weapons have engaged on your ship on the Mercury, and the um, 
It's obviously by Drex's people. Okay. By whose people? Drex. Oh. He would be the leader e of Dramata. Well, yeah. he's an evil he's the evil dictator. You're, he's the evil dictator, not the good dictator. Yeah. So you have crossed over his airspace and uh they begin to open fire. I am going to uh do some evasive maneuvers. Alright, roll me flight. You mean drive? Drive, yeah, whatever. Same thing. Oh yeah, I got this shit. Uh that would be a plus five. Okay. So you evade the incoming shots, but now you have a small uh, battalion of intercepting fighters on your tail. Can I get on a communicator and try to use um, Deceive to uh, get them off of us? This is where we will enter a... Um, I just guess I'll fucking call it a skills challenge. So as before... I'm going to turn around and yell... One of you get on the damn turret in the back. All right. So you will need six successes and you get three failures. Can I use stunts during these? Uh, if you have an appropriate stunt that will give you a bonus to a skill, then most certainly you can. Awesome. Have we taken an extended rest or anything like that? You have not refreshed. Uh, I get, uh, You've refreshed fate points. You have um, all your stress is gone. However, um, Marcus still has a neck wound. So that is not how, gone. How many uh, fate points do we start with? Just base fate. Two? What, whatever your refresh is. Oh, sweet. Three. Awesome. Okay. So, Nick, then Marcus, then Dan. Mm, this isn't going to be good. I'm, I don't have any. I'm guessing like... one of you heard me yelling at you. Yeah, but I don't really have any shooting skills. Activate the turret. So, what kind of skills do you need? Just get in the turret, point, and pull the trigger. I'm assuming shooting, right? Uh, it, it would be shoot to use the cannon. I also don't have a shoot. I literally, I have all of my skills are terrestrial based, nothing mechanical based. So, well, get to using ones that aren't plus threes and plus twos. Uh, well, my plus ones are all notice to see if empathy investigates. So. Okay. Get a plus zero. Just get on the damn turret. One of you. Oh, God. All right. I'll jump on the damn turret. And... Okay. And attempt to shoot at things. Fuck. Okay. You you asked for this, Daniel. It's a, it's a it's minus fine. three. I have no control over the rear turret. I intentionally made that a flaw in my ship. All right. That is not a success. Marcus. Can I? I'm gonna use my investigate um, to investigate the turret and realize that there is a uh, there's like a um, way to boost the sights or something. Yeah, I was gonna say something to kind of guide your aim. That that's switched off to make oh to you notice it's uh, all because right. uh, like Nick doesn't aimed. know how to operate the turret. He didn't turn it on when he got in. That's fine. Roll it. Gee, thanks. God, Nick. This is all technomancy to me, all right? Okay, so I got a five. That is a success. So essentially what happens there is Nick starts blasting away. You take off the tops of a few buildings, and then he comes over and leans over, <laughs> flips the switch, and the cannon engages and sort of autocorrects you and puts you in the general vicinity of the targets. Sweet. All so right. I can go to hit nothing. 
All right, good Daniel. job, dumbass. All right, Daniel, and uh, you missed it earlier, but these rules still apply from my D and D type things. Um, you can't use the same role of the person previous to you and the same role you used before. Got it? Okay. So flight is available to you because we just started. So. So I can fly, fly or drive, if, whatever. Yeah, fly, I can drive. You can drive. You cannot well, investigate. The only thing that you're locked out of is investigate. I can shoot too, though, if I wanted to. But I can't really shoot because my ship is not equipped to shoot from the behind. No. All right. What I'm going to do is I'm going to use um, my fate point. Okay. To initiate, here's something you can't do. Okay. I'm going to flip three switches above my head in the cockpit. Okay. Which diverts uh, both all the power from the frontal cannons to the engines, and I'm going to slam the booster. Okay. Using flight skill? Using drive sorry, skill, yeah. Drive skill, a plus three to my die roll when uh, escaping using drive or stealth. Damn. All right. And I have a plus four already, so. Damn. All right. What's your total? I got three successes and a minus. I played three pluses and a minus, so, so two plus, plus seven is a nine. Whoo, you succeed with style. You create an advantage with one free... Um, um, so either Marcus or Nick, you can, if you can describe him moving so fucking fast that the other guys are struggling to keep up in your description, you can get a plus two bonus to your roll, but only one of you gets it once. All right, Nick, your turn. So the description has to be directly related to the other guys, not just us. Yes. So whatever they're doing that helps you do your thing will enable you to use the plus two bonus. So you can describe it as them. Well, I'm going to give it to Marcus because I have nothing for it. Driving haphazardly to keep up, enabling you a better shot or whatever. Well, I can't shoot, so it doesn't matter. Well, uh, you what can I'm gonna still do is... describe something else as operating the cannon, I think, if you're clever enough. Well, I was, I was going to tie something into that where the, the, f- the force of this unexpected thrust that I'm experiencing okay. is threatening to knock me off of the cannon on the floor, but I'm going to use my physique to keep holding on. Keep holding on, keep firing. Got it. Roll it. Roll it, roll it, roll it. I'm rolling. Calm down. I got a three. That is a success. Okay. Marcus. Oh, right. So um, that bonus is spent, correct? Nope. Oh, so he didn't use it? Nope. Okay. You can build off previous story elements. I'm just saying that that bonus is there if you can describe the enemy's efforts. Um, can I craft a... Um, I'm going to craft a... Uh, a power increaser for the gun using weapons expert, my stunt. Oh, that sounds fun. Go for it. You're going to try to reroute some power to make the gun stronger? Yes. Ooh, okay. Um, so... I have a four. Total? Yeah. That's a success. All right, so uh, turbocharges a gun and the lasers are ten times as strong. Basically, the way I see this is uh, Dan hits the boost, sort of jet-washing the guys behind him, so they're still kind of trying to get their shit together, at which point uh, Marx is like, well, Nick sort of grabs on, holds in real tight, at which point Marx is like, oh, the ship has that kind of power? Sort of reaches with a few cables, draws the power from the boosters, Focuses them into the cannon, at which point it lets out this huge blast, taking out a couple of the ships. Boom! Alright. They didn't have to aim that time. Yep. 
All right, Nick. God, it's my turn again. Mm-hmm. Well, it shouldn't have been Dan after me. Uh, it was supposed to be Dan. Sorry. That's what I was thinking. I'm like, uh, Dan, your turn. All right. So, which skill can I not use? Uh, you can drive because I used that last time. You cannot use drive and craft or physique. No, you can, can use physique. physique. Oh, because it's, oh, it's from the last player that you can't use. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, I am going to flip open. There's a little like panel thing, like mm-hmm. a little turquoise colored one. I'm gonna flip it open. There's four little red switches. I'm gonna flip all four of them down and release flares out of the back of the uh, ship to divert and confuse the enemy using deceive. Sure. Creative on your skill challenges. What's that? They're trying to get creative on your skill challenges. That's that's what I want you to do. I got two blanks, a plus, and a minus. So that's zero plus two. So I got two. That is not a success. You still have a bonus. You can cash in. Oh, I'll cash in the bonus. There you go. I didn't know. They did. I thought he used it. No. You, Hell yeah. I'll you, add plus two. You have to describe it as... Um, you have to give me the description, though. Of... Uh, why it's boosted? Yeah. Okay, basically, I, I release the catches on the flares. Um, as they're released, there's some shrapnel in the air from the ships that got blown up that has, you know, like gasoline and fuel in the air. The flares ignite the fuel and create a giant, like, fireball in the middle of the sky, like, kind of shielding us from vision. I like it. I allow it. That bonus is gone. No more uh, jet wash destruction. All right. One success left, two failures left. Nick, go. Yeah, watch destruction. I like that, bro. All right. Um, I'm going to notice that, um, like a, a few missiles that were fired from the approaching ships, uh, weren't, um, I guess ex- exploded with that blast from that uh explosion that Daniel just made. Uh, so I'm going to attempt to target them with the gun to avoid them shooting us out of the sky. I will allow this. All right, I roll the four. That is a success. All right. So, all right. Uh, you guys successfully uh, lose Drax's men. Uh, the ship begins to close in on its destination. Um I'm going to re- while we're flying, I'm going to uh, re- basically hit the, the reset button and renormalize all the power distribution so we still have access to everything and go check for overheating and whatnot. Okay. So um, autopilot takes back over um, and you start to gain altitude, at which point your ship enters a nosedive headed directly down at the city. Um, you see. Now hold on for dear life. You see a small opening in the top of a building. Um, it dives right into that hole and immediately pulls up and banks to the left, skidding into what appears to be a hangar of some sort. Oof. Oh, they're going to be sick. That was a lot. There's some serious G-forces there. I am not going to be sick. <laughs> I'm unconscious on the ground. <laughs> you just got knocked out. I'm right. going to uh, stand up. And basically, oh shit! I never had a chance because we got attacked to put my uh, pistol back together. My pistols in one of my pistols is basically in pieces all over the ship, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, that's probably fair. Shit. 
All right. Well, I'm going to make a beeline for the armory then. Okay. So you head I'm going to head to... Oh, go ahead. He heads towards the armory which you where you find pieces of your pistol and start gathering them together. <laughs> I need to tend to this wound on my neck, which uh, is bleeding more as the there's bandage an, came off. There's an 8 by 10 infer- it's, it's an 8 by 10 room. It's a quote-unquote infirmary. Basically, it's like a medical table bolted to the floor and some cabinets full of just basic medical stuff, like first aid stuff. Okay. Got some narcotics in there, some some legal, some not. Okay. So you head okay. off to the infirmary. You find a suture set. Unfortunately, you're unable to do this on your own. <laughs> uh, you might want to ask Nick. He's probably well. I've, I've stitched myself up a few times. Here. Well, Nick, you have experience uh, making wounds. Do you have any uh, experience in closing them back up? Nick has fainted on the ground. Oh, okay. So, Dan, I need your help. Dan's at the armory. You're going to have to right, wake um, Nick up and come find me. All right, I'm going to go wake Nick up with a bucket of water to his face. Okay. That's not nice. Hey, dainty one, wake up. We're on, we're on uh, where we need to be. Any help just bleeding? Oh, God. <laughs> I wake up with a scream. Oh god! Uh, you Holy realize shit. it's not acid. Acid is just piss. It's, whew, it's such a relief. Oh, all right. I forgot the bathroom back. Uh, so what? What just happened? Well, uh, we got away from them, as you as you know, and then uh, the the ship just took a nosedive, and uh, we ended up in this hangar that's on the inside of a building. Oh, uh, I, I must have low blood pressure or something. Cause, damn. All right. Um, At any rate, I need help uh, closing this up because I'm sure they're going to bleed to death. Uh, yeah. All right. Well, uh. Or you're scared of it for a fate point. No, are you still dainty? Is that still your thing? Yeah. Uh, I guess that's my thing. Yeah. He doesn't like saying I'm blood. Okay. Then, uh, you can either assist him, uh, in the suturing or you can refuse for a fate point. I mean, I'm gonna take. I'm gonna be taking negs for doing this, right? Because I mean, let's assume I make you roll. Okay. And I don't just outright maim him. All right. I'll, you may want to send him to me. I will. Is there a chance for infection? Oh, certainly. Is that we're? I think we're way beyond that with the muck and shit. True. <laughs> I mean, look, man, blood's not really my thing, but I can try to stitch you up. I might have to stop and like catch my breath and vomit a couple times, but I think I think I can help you out. Look, I'll you know I'll stuff the wound and and get it prepped, and all you have to do is stitch it. There's going to be very little blood. I'll clean it up. Uh, oh, all right. I'll, I'll give it my best shot. Okay. So uh, Marcus cleans the wound, stuffs it, and Nick stitches it. Now you have stopped the bleeding and any immediate threat, but the consequence is still there. You still have a neck wound. So it's not an immediate threat, and I'm less likely to to pull it out, but you could, you know. You probably should see a doctor. You should probably not dive into any toxic waste anytime soon. But it'll likely heal, so. That's good. Okay, so the pistol's back together. Well, I, I didn't buy, I wasn't putting the pistol back together. I oh. just went to the armory with the pieces of said pistol, Put the pistol on a tray. 
I'm gonna grab a battle harness, slide okay. it on, okay. and get armed up because I don't trust where we are at all. Okay. Okay. I grab a, a new pistol, a little Got bit it. higher caliber. Got it. Um, attach my. Well, I've already got my police baton on my other side. Got it. Uh, I'll grab a smaller caliber pistol and hook it to my ankle. Got it. Put my harness on, and I'll grab a magazine-fed rifle with three extra mags. Okay. Alrighty. So, you guys exit the ship, right? Unless you guys want to grab something from the armory before I lock it. Um, I'm good. Give my weapons, my reliable daggers. Man, my sure. About to lock the door here. I will okay. take. Oh, before I forget, I reach in and I grab one hand grenade. Hmm. I I will take a shot of whiskey from your alcohol rack or whatever that. There's just a little bit. I drink most of it. Haven't restocked. Well, I'm taking a sip of something. Deal with it. That that's fuel. Did the trick. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> it's fine. All right, let's move on. Um, you guys exit the ship. You're in a large, very barren hangar. Um, it looks abandoned, uh, almost, save the fact that um, the Spectre sent you here. So, all right. All right so we're, we're in the dock now, like the hangar? Yes. All right, I shout out, yo, ghost man, where you at? It echoes off the walls, um, at which point a door on the opposite side of the hangar opens and out of it wheels a person. She um, obviously has had some sort of trauma and is in a wheelchair. Um, she appears to be... Does she look deformed? No. She's a middle-aged uh, blonde hair. Quite attractive, you could say. Um, thinner. Uh, and she continues to approach you on her powerized uh, wheelchair thing. Well, I'm going to uh, flip the safety off my rifle. I'm not going to point it at her, but I'm going to like kind of raise it at a diagonal to the ground. Daniel, there's no need for that. What harm can I be of you? And she puts her hands in the air. How do you know his name? How would I... I arranged for him to have work that would put him in contact with you, so why wouldn't I know his name? So you are... skeptically. So you're Spectre. Donna. Yes, you could call me that. Alright, so we have your book. Do we get to, to know why we brought it to you? Yep, follow me. And she turns around and wheels off back through that, that doorway, leading you into a uh, lift. She goes, well, as you all um, sort of pile in, uh, as you can imagine... Um, I hate what it, I hate getting people involved in things like this if I can avoid it. But uh, something very dark is on the horizon. And she activates um, the lift and it begins speeding downwards. So tell me, um, what do you guys know about Dramata pre-Dramata? Or so much our system as a whole? Not much, don't care. Not really sure what you mean. Yeah, I don't know. Well, you see, as the lift starts to slow down, Dromeda didn't used to be Dromeda. 
It used to be known as Dragoo. It's where well, humans. That's a dumb name. That's where humans got their start, essentially. Um, long before the city was built, long before the guilds took charge. Um, it was a place of uh, religion and mysticism. Um, not so much the. Um, how do you, how do I say this? Uh, debaucherous city that it is now. Um, as she says, that lift reaches bottom and the doors open up into a what would you would think would be a lab, but there are on the far wall at least a hundred display screens and some sort of command center in the in the middle with all sorts of you know input devices some of which um marcus you don't even recognize like you see your typical like keyboard and then what appears to be some sort of touchpad and then something that your hand might go in um and then another thing that might be a helmet of something or could be just a back massager there's just all sorts of things all over the place before that there's a kitchen to the left a small kitchenette a table in the middle um a stack of chairs in the corner, because, I mean, she doesn't need them, and to the right, a bed. She goes, well, welcome to my home. She goes, That's uh, quite impressive. She goes, please help yourself, get you some chairs, something to drink, something to eat, if you'd like. Um, please. I take her up on the offer and eat and drink to my, I guess. While you're raiding the, the cabinet, she goes, um, please uh, set the set the book down on the table. You set the book down the table. Mandalore. Mandalore. <laughs> Satan. Yes, uh, put the book on the table. Okay. So this is what you had us retrieve. She says yes. And she begins to stare at the book. She kind of fiddles with her hair for a few minutes, stops, and just stares. She goes, well. So. This. Let me tell you about the 12 evils. Eagles. The twelve evils. Oh, evil. That makes much more sense. The twelve evils, and that's where we're in this episode of the RPG show. Da-da-da. Who are the twelve evils? What could she be talking about? What mission does she have? Well, we'll find out next time. So tune in next time. Yeah, I don't know what's the thing. All right. Well, until next time, say goodbye, everybody. Bye, everybody. Evil.